Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. What is the problem that you're actually trying to solve? That's a statement that I've used so many times over this last month. Should you deliver quick wins is a subject and topic that I want to talk to you about today. As we've spoken about, problems can come in all different shapes and different sizes, and to address them, you have a whole host of options. Depending upon who you talk to and who supports you, the advice you get could differ vastly. Some people may encourage you to deliver quick wins, deliver small change, and fix small things. Other people may say, don't deliver quick wins because they may not affect the whole. So, should you deliver quick wins or shouldn't you? That's what I want to tackle today. For the last month, I've been working on a contract in Dublin, which meant that I've had to catch an aeroplane. Um, I was working with a, with a consultant called, called Ash and we would um, arrive at the, the airport um, separately in separate cars and we would then uh, park our cars where we needed to. We would then travel separately um, into the airport and we would drop our bags off. We would head through security. We would then uh, skate through the, the duty-free because the floor at Manchester Airport is very slippery. We would then go to Starbucks where we'd, where we'd agree to meet each other and we'd, uh, whoever got there first would order the coffees and the, the cheese and ham toasties because uh, it's morning and, and we wanted breakfast. Um, and then we would then fly on a plane. We would land, we would taxi, we would get out of our seats and then make our way through Dublin Airport security to a taxi um, and then getting a taxi together and then, then head off to, to the client location, to the client site, before we would uh, then begin work uh, for that week. I thought things were, were going well. Uh, and, and a few weeks later, I turned up to, uh, to Starbucks to, to meet Ash and I looked down and uh, I was a little bit shocked at what I saw. He decided this week to bring his suitcase with him to not check it in like I had done for the, for the previous weeks. Um, so we, we, had, we had a discussion and, and we tried to understand, or I tried to understand and, and get my head around this, this, this crazy idea um, about why he wanted to do it. He said it was easier and he would save some time and we'd get to the client site a little bit sooner. So fast forward. Um, that week and then and then the, the following week and if we look at what actually happens is yes Ash does not have to check his bag in um, at Manchester Airport yes Ash um, does not have to wait for his bag on the on the carousel but because I 
have checked my bag in. I have to wait for it coming from the carousel before we can get in a taxi. So the time that we get to the client site is still exactly the same time. But Ash has actually created a problem for himself because um, I don't know when the last time you, you flew was, but the, uh, the, the lockers above people's heads uh, become full very, very quick. So there are times when, when he may not be able to put his suitcase, um, his smaller suitcase than mine, above him where he's sat, he may have to put it further down the plane or further up the plane um, and may not be able to, to get it straight away when he gets off. So he may have created another problem. Why on earth am I rambling on about a journey that, uh, that me and Ash uh, took every, every Monday and every Friday? Well, because Ash thought he was solving a problem. He thought he was, he was making the journey quicker. But in reality, if the metric is the time that we get to the client site, then he's not shifted that dial any. So he has delivered a quick win that has impacted him. He's not had to check his, his bag in. He has not had to wait for it on a carousel, but he's had to wait for mine with me on a carousel. But he's also actually had to um, find somewhere for that bag to go uh, above him. So he's potentially created another problem. So one answer to should you deliver quick wins is no, because it doesn't in all instances affect the dial that you want to move. So I come back to what I started with and saying, what is the problem that you actually want to try to solve? If you know that and you have clarity around that, it will be, it will be easier. You may have heard about marginal gains and that is all about small wins, small fixes. And David Brailsford, he became the new performance director of, of British Cycling. Um, and at that time, professional cyclist in Great Britain had endured nearly 100 years of, uh, I think it's fair to say, mediocrity. Because British riders had only won a single gold medal at the Olympics since 1908. They'd fared even worse in cycling's biggest race, the Tour de France. In 110 years, no British cyclist had ever won the event. Brailsford had been hired to push British cycling on a new trajectory. What made him different from previous coaches was his relentless commitment to his strategy that, and I'm going to quote him, that he referred to as the aggregation of marginal gains. It was a philosophy of searching for tiny or for a tiny margin of improvement in everything that you do. And again, another quote from Brailsford, he said that the whole principle came from the idea that if you broke down everything you could think of that goes into riding a bike and then improve it by 1%, you will get a significant increase when you put them all together. I definitely think that the important thing in what he said was that everything that goes into riding a bike and improve it by 1%. So he had clarity on the problem that he was trying to solve. And when he's talking about improving things by 1%, it's everything that goes into riding a bike. It's not all of the, the other things around and about that. So if, if going back to the, um, the really bad airport, example with Ash, um, that was everything that goes into getting to the client site on time. If we'd have taken Brailsford's approach 
and improved everything by 1%, or if we'd improved everything, then I would not have been checking my bag in. I would have been taking it on with me. It's about focusing on the things that actually move the dial. Some other instances where, where I think focusing on and delivering small wins, small change can be effective is if you're a new change agent or you've got a new job and there's people there that are already on a path, that have already decided what they want to do um, and, and you turn up on, on day one, it may be the right thing to do to because you need to build some credibility. If you challenge everything right from the off, then you're going to have everybody on the back foot right from the start. So it might be the right thing to do the wrong thing wronger or the wrong thing writer, sorry, and try to deliver something to build your credibility so people then listen to you and then people will then adopt maybe the right approach going forward. So if you think about the problem that you're trying to solve in, in terms of the bigger picture in where you want to go, you have a vision and you need to get people to buy into that vision if you're just disagreeing with, with what they've done in the past, that might not be the thing. You might need to prove your credibility up front. You might need to do some things that you don't necessarily agree with just to, just to prove that you can do what you need to do. And then people will start to listen to you. So should you deliver quick wins? Should you not deliver quick wins? I think that it depends, as I said at the beginning, what the problem is that you're trying to solve. Another argument for delivering quick wins is that you're trying to influence behaviours, you're trying to influence habits, and you're trying to habitualize problem solving and improvement. So you might not fix something that moves the dial on the transformation that you're, that you're looking to achieve. But what you might do is you might enable an individual to fix a problem and become familiar with the framework and the problem solving structure that you want to deliver and deploy. So that problem that they fix might not move the dial, but they are now enabled and they have the capability to then move on to the problems that might shift the dial. So focus on the things that achieve or work towards achieving the problem that you want to actually solve. So just going back to, to Brailsford and his marginal gains, after five years, um, after five years that he took over, British cycling team had dominated the road and track cycling events at the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing. They won an astounding 60% of the gold medals available. Four years later, when the Olympic Games came to London, the Brits raised the bar as they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. So marginal gains worked for Brailsford because he was focusing on everything that goes into riding a bike and improved it by 1%. So he knew the problem that he was trying to solve. So whether that's a micro or macro 
improvement that you're after, you have to have clarity on the problem that you want to try to solve. So when you travel to work or, or home today, you knew where you were heading. If you hit traffic, you navigated round it. You probably took the shortest route that you could. If you stopped for petrol and then picked up some fluffy dice or a, a new car smell air freshener, the petrol will help you get to the destination, but the other items don't impact the actual journey time. So what I'm trying to get across there is that it's all, it, the important thing is the problem that you're trying to solve. You need to understand and have clarity around that first. So should you deliver quick wins? Yes, you should. If there help you move towards your goal directly or indirectly and indirectly it has to be by improving the capability of somebody or building credibility for yourself so i'm just going to say that one more time so should you deliver quick wins yes you should if they do move the dial like in the in the david brailsford and British cycling example. If you have clarity on the problem, then yes, you should deliver quick wins. Yes, you should deliver quick wins if they help you move towards your goal. If they help you build credibility for you as an individual and having to overcome engagement, or if they help you build the capability of others for them to go on and fix problems in the future. So that's when I recommend that you should deliver quick wins. It comes down to what is the problem that you are trying to solve. So if you do have any problems that you're trying to solve and you want some help and support, that's what I want to try to help and, and support you with across this podcast. It is called Business Problem Solved. So if you do have any problems that you want to share, then you know exactly how to reach out to me message me on LinkedIn or visit the website leehorton.com. Thanks very much and I'll speak to you again next week. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.